You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode, episode 165 here today on this beautiful Thursday in Australia. Uh, Whatever day it is, wherever you are in the world, hopefully you are safe, you are happy, um, and you are having an amazing day. And it's an honor to be here talking about financial freedom with you. So let's jump straight in today because I want to talk about financial stuff today. And you know, unless you're a brand, brand, brand new listener, and this is unless this is your very first episode, as I'm sure you know, I love to help people build businesses. I love to help coach and mentor people through personal development, through business growth and all those things. But really, really, really love to help people actually then leverage that income that they're creating and turn it into a legacy. Use that cash flow from their business and put it to work, give it a job essentially. And when it has a job, it comes home with more money and then your money goes off and keeps coming home with more money. And that's when you really have true financial freedom. So they're the things I want to talk about today. And I really want to talk about financial assets of AI trading bots specifically. So before I go into any of these things, of course, disclaimer, you know, this is not financial advice. You know, I'm not telling you what you should and shouldn't do. It is your money. You care about your money more than anyone else in the world. And you should care about money, your money. I mean, this is the reality, you know, no one's going to care about it any more than you do. So this is where we want to educate ourselves and know what we're doing. Because when it comes to AI trading bots, they're really popular at the moment. There's a lot of them about, and I have friends who are making some really quite ridiculous money in some, and I'm having some friends who are getting stuck and getting caught up in some challenges with some. And so I'm not here to say, you know, are they good or bad? I'm not here to say what you should do with your money. I'm just here to say, okay, if you're going to play a game, know the rules of the game. Make sure before you enter the game you understand what's going on because you should never, ever, ever put money into something that you do not understand how it works. If you do not understand how it works, never, ever, ever put a cent into this thing. And secondly, you know, when we talk about decreasing risk, how do we decrease risk? How do we take away a lot of the um, you know challenges and some of the fear and overwhelm when it comes to investing? One of the best ways to remove risk is to know what you're doing. So your knowledge will help you reduce that risk. So they're my two goals for today, really to help you understand the rules of the game and help you really understand the process so that you can make the best decision for your money because you have worked hard for that money. You should know like what's the best thing for it, the best thing for you, the best thing for your money is the best thing for you. So let's talk about AI trading bots. So, you know, with with so many of the things in the world at the moment financially, and you know, talked about you know cryptocurrencies and all that kind of stuff. Um, when it really boils down, it's there's no new ideas. <laughs> As a society, we we don't have too many new ideas. What we do do is is we kind of evolve old ideas with new technology. You know, we're coming up with new versions of technology and new ideas and stuff. Uh, new new ways to sort of spin old ideas essentially. So. As far as, you know, trading platforms and systems that will predict sort of certain market things and give you signals and when to do stuff like that, those have been around for, well, since I started trading, certainly well before I started trading, those sorts of things have been around. Um, But they've obviously been modernized and evolved with 
the advent and with the growth of AI, of artificial intelligence. And so there are a lot of companies out there. There are a lot of offerings of people with AI bots that will do the trading for you. And they offer, you know, slash almost guarantee a certain return. Now, there's obviously an incredible attractiveness. I mean, let's look at the positives first. One of the biggest challenges for people, um, and I did a YouTube video of this just the other day, like one of the, the three biggest challenges for people is, you know, A, not enough money, B, not enough patience, C, not enough skills, you know, and when you look at a trading platform and you think that, you know, you can think of that stereotypical person sitting behind about seven different screens and you've got candlesticks and Bollinger Bands and you've got stress charts and you've got volume charts and you've got, you know, all these sorts of indicators giving you all this sort of information. It can be massively overwhelming for people. If you're a math nerd like me, if you're a former math nerd like myself, um, it's really exciting. <laughs> you know, I had a lot of time in trading in my early days because I loved that mathematical analysis. I love to sit there and make all these predictions. Now we've got more AI-based things doing a lot of the work for us. So the attraction is that someone can offer a fairly reliable system that does a lot of the work for you, and you can just go off, you know, work on your business, work on your family, go to go to your job, all those sorts of things, go to sleep, and in the background, this bot is trading for you. Now, with that, of course, is that they're going to offer, say, you know, 7% a month return or something. You know, if you give us your money, we'll give you 7% of return a month, and then you take it out at a certain time. Now, let's talk about the challenges, and let's just talk about some of the reality of these sorts of things. Because for me, I mean, the, the horror stories I'm hearing at the moment are people can't get their money out, and then that's a, you know, okay, is, is it being manipulated? And that's a bit of a story for a different day. Like, if they're not allowing you to take your money out, they're probably manipulating the system. They're probably giving you some false data and they're just relying on more deposits to sort of, you know, rob Peter to pay Paul kind of thing. But here's the thing that I've always asked. And, you know, whenever someone's approached me or asked me for advice or, you know, I get, you know, people sliding into my DMs, offering these systems to me, my your challenge is always, you know, personally, and this is me, if I had a bot, if I developed a bot, if I developed a platform, if I developed a technology an artificial intelligence that could reliably trade and get consistent, reliable returns, I don't need your money. Why do I need your money if I have a bot that can do all the trading for me? And again, if you're a math nerd like me and you run some of the figures um, and even, you know, some, some very basic figures like if you, if you had a bot that was saying, we'll return you 6% a month, okay? We use 6% a month. And yes, you know, sometimes it might be three, sometimes it might be nine, and then it's eight, and then it's four the next month, you know, it bounces around. But let's say it averages at 6% a month. Averaging 6% a month, your money doubles annually. So if you start with $10,000 and you get 6% a month and you compound that, you reinvest that, and you keep getting 6% a month reliably, by the end of the year, you got 20,000. By the end of the next year, you got 40,000, 80,000, 160, 320, 640, 1.28 million, right? You are doubling your money every year. And that's really good. I mean, if you can double your money every year reliably, do you need someone else's money? And that's just 6% returns, right? Do you need to take on someone else's money when you could simply finance it yourself? Because personally, again, this is just me. 
if I had that bot, if I created that bot, if I wrote that algorithm, etc., I would go to the bank, I'd ask them for $100,000, um, or I'd sell one of my houses and I'd unlock a ton of money. And, you know, I mean, 100000 is, you know, being conservative, banks are pretty generous. You could get $100,000, you could turn that into 200000 400000 800000 you turned it into almost a million in four years. You're just under a million in four years. Now, would it be okay if it took four years to turn $100,000 into a million dollars? I'm sure you'd be okay with that, right? So if you could do that, and that's just with $100,000, why do they need your money? Why do they need you to give them money? And, you know, if they're going to profit share, if they're even saying, well, look, you get a portion of the profit, we get a portion of the profit. So we're actually getting maybe 10% returns and we're going to give you 6% of them back and we're going to keep 4%. I mean, at the end of the day, you're taking on all the risk. You know, I mean, they're putting the money in and then clicking play on the program. You're the one taking the risk because if they win, they get rewarded. And if they lose, you lose your money. Now, again, let's take those numbers slightly further. If I'm profit sharing and I'm giving you 6%, let's say I've got to make about 10% to make it worth my while. So if you run the numbers again, and I did because I'm a math nerd, 10% return monthly compounded reinvested you get, you triple your money. You triple your money every year. So again, if I started with $100,000, I'd have $300,000, I'd have $900,000, I'd have 2.7 million very, very quickly. You know, and from there, like it just, it just continues to skyrocket, right? And that's just with $100,000. $100,000 returning 10% a month, reinvested consistently, reliably, and we get that, we triple our money every year. So why do they need your money if they can triple their money every year themselves? You know, I, I, again, I would, I would get a really good loan from the bank. Um, and I triple my money. I'd quadruple my money. I'd, I'd just do whatever I needed to do because like, that's, that's what you do. And I'd just be patient. And in two or three years, I would have millions and millions of dollars. Um, and then I can just take my money out, pay the bank back and just let those millions of dollars ride. So, we always sort of have to ask, okay, well, what's, what's their motivation? You know, why are they so desperate for me to give them money if they can create it themselves? First question you've got to ask. Now, if you can answer that question, go nuts, right? Again, I'm not here to say whether it's good or bad. I'm just here to say, well, like, let's look at the numbers. Let's just make sure what we're doing is actually the best thing for us. Is it the best thing for us or is it the best thing for someone else? So that's the first thing we need to do. Now, the second thing then is we talk about a process of market making. So the process of market making is essentially if you have a, let's say you you have a share, right? Like basic, simple thing. You're going to buy a share in ABC company for $10. Now, you don't actually buy it for $10 because you have what's called a market maker as the in-between person, you know? So what you would actually do is you would buy ABC stock for $10.02. You know, they're going to put in a little call price, you know, and then the person selling it, they think they're selling it for $10, but they're actually selling it for $9.98. You know, that's their sale price. You know, that's what they're actually achieving when they sell. So the market maker is going to take like four cents out of share per transaction. 
So it's a $10 sale. I actually have to buy it for $10 and two. You sell it to me for $9.98. It's not actually a zero sum game because I've spent $10 and two, you've made $9.98 and the person in the middle takes those four cents. Now, four cents obviously doesn't sound like much, but we're just talking on one transaction, one share, right? You know, imagine thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of trades being done every single day. So imagine you have a system that does thousands and thousands and thousands of trades every single day, and you're just taking that tiny little haircut on every dollar that goes through. I mean, you might be taking 0.01% of every single dollar that's going through, but then if people are trading $10,000 a day, $100,000 a day, like, you know, and again, I, I have friends who are in trading systems and, and trading things, you know, that's, you know, six figure minimum buying kind of stuff. So if you watch Netflix, if you like watching Netflix, there's a, a really good documentary that's come out recently just talking about the GameStop saga. And I'm going to have a, a mental blank on the um, on the exact name of it, but it's pretty easy to find. You know, just type GameStop into the thing. And, you know, if, if you weren't quite sure what was going on with all that GameStop and Robin Hood, um, this is a really good documentary that goes through it. And you'll see that Robin Hood was essentially setting themselves up, saying that they were there to help the average Joe Blow investor, but what they were actually doing was just creating themselves as a market maker. And that's what we see a lot of companies doing, that their front-facing setup is, we are here to help you trade, we are here to help you offer a system, but what they actually want is they just want you making trades because they're gonna be that market maker. Now you talk about, you know, back in you know the gold rush days, who made money in the gold rush? Well, yes, yeah, some people found gold, but it was the people selling them the picks and the shovels. You know, Levi's jeans were the people who made a lot of money. You know, that's where Levi's came from. Levi's were selling, you know, jean work pant overalls for these people who were going out to make money. Now, yes, some people did strike gold and made you know, tens of thousands of dollars and hundreds of thousands of dollars in that day and age, you know, whatever was a fortune back then. And lots and lots and lots of other people lost all their money. The people who sold the picks and shovels, the people who sold the jeans, they were just after the consistent haircuts. Everyone that comes through, we're just going to take our $10, take our $10, take our $10. And that is essentially what a lot of these trading bots are actually doing. So they are providing a platform. Now, again, if you watch that GameStop thing, there's people who made huge amounts of money and there's people who lost huge amounts of money, right? People who lost everything, millions and millions of dollars, and there's people who made really good money, right? But Robin Hood, who was essentially just masquerading as a market maker, was the one just taking a haircut every trade. So if you have a bot that's saying, you know, we're going to do 10 trades a day, 10 trades a day, 10 trades a day on your money, and you go up, that's great. Do they really care at the end of the day about going up or down? Their main goal is volume. Their main goal is just to take the haircut. Now, again, there is nothing wrong with that essentially, as long as they're upfront about it. If they're hiding it like Robin Hood were, um, then there is something wrong about it. You know, it's like, there's nothing wrong with having an agenda as long as you don't hide it. And that's what you just have to be aware of. Just know the rules of the game, know what they're really wanting to do. If they're trading high volume to get you these returns and you are getting those returns and you're totally happy for that haircut to happen, that is totally okay. But if you're getting traded high amounts of volume, it's up some days, it's down some days, you're struggling to get your money out. And at the end of the day, they're really just pumping volume so they can take those haircuts. Then you need to be aware of that. 
you need to be, know what is going on in this game because that's where a lot of people can get unstuck. And again, if I had, you know, 10% reliable and I could triple my money every day, every year, uh, you know, I don't really need to worry about those haircuts as much um, because I just turn that bot on and just let it do its work. But they are in the volume game. Now, again, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being in the volume game because we as network marketers are in the volume game. You know, our whole goal is to build a business and, you know, you have a thousand customers underneath you and all these thousand customers buy a hundred dollars worth a month. That's a hundred thousand dollars a month. And your company gives you a little haircut. And for every person, 50, a hundred, 200 levels deep in your company. And you, you know, you started 10 years ago and someone joins tomorrow and buys $500 worth of product. That little haircut comes through up to you. And we play the volume game again absolutely nothing wrong with it. Most companies do it. Most places do it. It's just about being upfront and honest about it. You know, eBay, Amazon, you know, eBay was the the sort of original one. Amazon now the modern one, you know, Amazon really don't care what you're selling at the end of the day. They just want you to pump volume through their marketplace and they take a haircut. Elon Musk and you know, maybe questionably, if you read some, you know, stories in that, you know, questionable his total amount of involvement. But Elon Musk is credited with creating PayPal, which provided the marketplace for two people to exchange money and goods on eBay. What did he do? He took a haircut of every transaction for every hundred dollars that was purchased. He might just take his 20 cents or whatever it is, whatever that fee is. Right. And again, just thousands and thousands and thousands of people making thousands and thousands, thousands of transactions every day, whether it's your stock market, whether it's your property market, whether it's an online market, whether it's your local fruit market, you have two people, one person buying, one person selling. And the person in the middle is just setting up the marketplace. They're creating the marketplace. They are a market maker. Okay. So it's in the name. And they're just going to take that little bit of a chip of every single thing that comes through and they just want the volume. So understand the rules of the game, you know, and and as always, I'm not here to say what you should do, what you shouldn't do, what's right, what's wrong. You just need to know what's best for your money because your investment goals are different to my investment goals. Your investment goals are different to everyone else who's listening to this. Your investment goals are your own. Just make sure you pick the right vehicle to help you get your investment goals. Now, if someone creates an AI bot, as exciting as that sounds, as amazing as that sound, there is also the reality that again, at the end of the day, even though I've got an AI bot on my side, it's still a human on the other end, or it's an AI bot versus an AI bot. Like you're not buying and selling currencies or commodities or you know whatever shares out of thin air, you're buying them versus someone else. So really, it could just be an AI bot versus an AI bot. And again, the person in the middle doesn't really care because they're just taking the volume of one AI bot having a fight with another AI bot. We've got two computers going head to head. Whose algorithm is better? Whose algorithm is more stable? Well, who knows, right? But the AI bot is up against this other AI bot. Now, if it's working for you and it's reliable, keep doing it. If you're struggling to work out how it's working, Do not put your money in yet. Do not ever invest your money in something you don't understand. If you don't know how to make money out of this investment, you you should not be putting money into it. But for me, again, personally, and as much as I, I, you know, see great things happening for certain friends in my life, I'm still just always skeptical at the end of the day, the long-term stability of these things, the long-term 
you know, like I, I want to know that the money I spend today is, is still coming back to me 20, 30, 40 years later. I'm not here for a month's return. I'm here for decades of return. Um, and that's, you know, that's just why I like property because I can walk past and see, yep, that house is still standing there. So, you know, will these returns still be happening? Who knows? Will they have the money management skills and the, you know, the lack of ego and the maturity to get their money out if things are going backwards? Um, because, you know, the casino loves someone who just that, that winner, that loser who just keeps doubling down, trying to make their money back, you know? Casino doesn't love anyone more than that person trying to dig themselves out of a hole by just gambling more and more, right? But, you know, up to them what they do, up to you what you do. But to me, if someone had the ability to create all this money, they don't need my money because they could just get it themselves. They could just go to the bank and they could triple their money very, very quickly. And if I could triple $100,000 into a million, into 3 million, into 10 million within a decade, um, then guess what I'd be doing? Uh, I'd be focusing 100% there. Anyway, that is my episode for today. That is my podcast for today. As always, I hope it's helped. I hope it's given you some value. I hope it's just given you some skills and mindset and really just helped you understand that, again, the one bit of, like, this is not financial advice, but the one bit of wisdom I would hopefully impart on you is no one's going to care more about your money than you. You're the one taking on the risk anytime you put your money into something. So know the rules of the game, understand how it's going to work, understand how to get your money out. In investing, it's not the money that, it's not the money, you know, you don't make money when you put in, you make money when you pull it out. Like that's the end of the day. It's not the buy price that really matters, it's the sell price. Can you access your money? So it's your money, you've worked hard for it. Take care of it and, um, you know, do the right things for you and do the right things for your money and you will be able to achieve financial freedom. And that, as always, is my hope for you. That is my wish for you with these podcast episodes and and all the videos and all that that I create. Hope you have an amazing week and we will see you for another podcast episode very soon. Catch you then. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.